Hello, and welcome back to Latin class. Presently, we are going to review the exercises for Unit 14 that were assigned in the last audio um, uh, presentation. These are found on pages 117 and 118 of the Collins book. So without further ado, let's take a look at number two. In templo Jesus al libro profetae rationem legit. In the temple, Jesus read the prayer from the book of the prophet. Uh, legit there is the perfect tense. We know that by the long mark over the E, the present form looks exactly the same, except it's a short E. And here we have from the book of the prophet, the prophet's book in the Genesis. Okay, number four. Now, number four has in its first two words uh, what we call in Latin an ablative absolute. This was, in fact, introduced earlier in Collins, but not explained in its entirety. I intend to do that when uh, another version of the ablative absolute comes up in a couple weeks. For now, we see that it's a participle and a noun in the ablative, scripto libro, the book having been written. We'll translate it that way for now, very literally, and we'll come back to this ablative absolute in a much more uh, formal way, as I say, in a few weeks. Apostolus iterum venit ad terram ubi a Jesu ante multos annos electus era. The book having been written, the apostle again came to the land where he had been elected or chosen many years before by Jesus. Notice electus erat, he had been chosen. That's a perfect passive verb uh, from uh, elego, elego, and the fourth principal part, electus, with the helping verb erat, shows you that it's too perfect, had been chosen. And notice that the ending on electus modifies the ending on apostolus. The apostle came to the land where many years before, ante multos anos, he had been chosen by Jesus. Ah, Jesu. Okay, let's take a look at six. Si nostra deprecatio a patre suscepta erit leti erimus. If our prayer will have been taken up by the Father, we will be happy. Now, what we have here is a condition. Uh, Latin, most conditions in Latin, are introduced by the word C, and we look at our two verbs in the condition. In the C clause, or what we call the protasis of the condition, we have sushepta erit. That is a future perfect passive verb with the fourth principal part, sushepta, modifying deprecatio, and the verb erit makes it a future perfect. And then laiti erimus, that is. A erimus is the future. Often in a future more vivid condition in Latin, we have a future perfect in the if clause and a straight future in the conclusion clause. 
That's because if you think about it logically, the if clause is done prior to the conclusion, even though both actions are in the future. So here, once again, if our prayer will have been taken up or accepted by the Father, we will be happy. In English, we normally don't do that. We simply say, if our prayer will be taken up by the Father, we will be happy. And that's fine. Okay. Number eight. Sanctus Petrus, homo pacis et bone voluntatis, electus est princeps cunctorum apostolorum. Holy Peter, or Saint Peter, Sanctus, of course, a word for saint, a man of peace and goodwill, was elected or chosen, actually here chosen is better, as the chief of all the apostles, or the leader of all apostles, cunctorum apostolorum in the genitive, princeps, the chief, the first, the first of uh, a group, um, the the, uh, the most important princeps. We get the word principle and so forth from it. Um, electus est uh, was chosen. The perfect tense has been chosen, and um, princeps cunctorum apostolorum. It's a predicate uh, noun, if you see it, in the nominative, because he's actually the subject, and he goes along with Sanctus Petrus. Notice, homo pacis et bone voluntatis, that's a man of peace and good will. Notice, this is a beautiful genitive of description that we had in this chapter. He is a man of peace, right? So it's a, it's a genitive describing homo. Okay. Number 10, Novus discipulus, quam quam unus apostolorum non erat, hominibus cumtis evangelium scripsi. So the subject stands there in the beginning, Novus discipulus, the new disciple, the new disciple or student, although he was non erat, he was not unus apostolorum, one of the apostles, partitive genitive, one of the apostles. Scripsit, he wrote Evangelium, the Gospel. And then we have Hominibus Cuntis. And this is standing there in the dative. And lo and behold, we have a dative of interest. Here, probably a dative of advantage. He wrote the Gospel for all human beings, or all men, all people. The new disciple, although he was not one of the apostles, wrote the Gospel for all human beings. This must be referring to St. Luke, of course. Okay, uh, number 12. Tunc familia Jesu ad Bethlehem venit et discripta est. Then the family of Jesus came to Bethlehem and was enrolled. Descripta, of course, the word we get descripted from, description from, um, but it also means describo, to enroll. Uh, descripta est, perfect passive tense. Uh, family is a subject. Notice Yesu, strange ending on Yesu. Ye, the word uh, named Jesus is a Hebrew word, and it has a very strange declension. It's Jesus, Yesu, Yesu, Yesum, Yesu. So we see the Yesu with the U in three of the five cases. That's a fairly straightforward. Let's look at number 14. 
propter regem, hominem malo animo, familia terram patrum relinquit. On account of the king, what kind of king is he? A man of bad spirit or heart or soul. Uh, notice that's an ablative of description. Could have been a genitive of description, but here an ablative. A man with a bad soul, a man with a bad spirit. The family of the father, uh, the family left or relinquished the land of the fathers. Okay, so on account of the king, a man of wicked spirit or, or uh, heart or intention, the family left the land of the fathers. That's pretty straightforward. The important thing there, we have propter regem, and then we have an appositive, the king. Who's the king? He's a man. Notice it's in the same case. And then we are following it with an ablative of description, malo animo. Okay, very good. 16. Maria et virgo et mater ab hominibus cumplis laudata. Mary, both virgin and mother, another appositive, ab hominibus cumplis laudata. Laudata, just by itself. The est has dropped out here. And uh, it's a very common uh, occurrence in Latin for helping verbs like uh, the verbs from the verb to be, sum, to drop out. So Mary, both virgin and mother, was praised by all human beings. Notice the et, et. In Latin, et, dot, dot, et means both and. Uh, okay, and so we have Mary, then we have an appositive, uh, which is really describing Mary, both virgin and mother. Okay, number 18. Nomine Jesu a sacerdote dicto, populus se inclinavi. Okay, here we have another one of those so-called ablative absolutes. If you look in the beginning of the sentence, we have nomine dicto. We have a noun and a participle, a perfect passive participle. The uh, literal translation, the name of Jesus having been spoken by the priest, populus se inclinavi. The people inclined themselves, literally, or bowed. Uh, inclina, inclino means to bend when it's reflexive themselves. The people bent down themselves. means they bowed. So uh, at the name of Jesus being spoken by the priest, the people bowed. Um, notice that... Um, We'll talk more about this, as I say, in a few weeks. But the abbot of absolute is a clause that expresses uh, the circumstances under which the main verb functions. And it stands out there in the ablative. We could translate it many ways. When the name of Jesus was spoken or since the name of Jesus was spoken. But you can just say, literally, the name of Jesus having been spoken by the priest. Tells the circumstances under which the people bowed. Okay. Um, if we were meeting in person, I'd be asking you if you have any questions after each of these. Uh, if, if you do, we'll have to clear that up via email. Uh, but I'm hoping that my explanations for each sentence make things pretty clear. Number 20 is a phrase that we all know if we go to Mass at St. Agnes and hear the Creed in Latin. Deum de Deo, lumen de lumine, deum verum de Deo vero. God from God, light from light, 
true God from true God. And of course, we don't have the verb because it's expressed earlier in the creed, I believe in God, so on. Credo and unum deum. Uh, and then this describes what kind of God. God from God, light from light, true God from true God. That's a straightforward. Okay, let's look at 22. Baptismate Ioannis Judei Pecatis Liberati Sunt. So we see baptismate in the ablative, Ioannis in the genitive, Judei in the nominative plural, Liberati Sunt is our verb. The Jews were freed, Liberati Sunt, again, perfect passive. They were freed. And here we have Pecatis. Now I'm not sure if uh, Collins has introduced this construction before, but with verbs of freeing, we often have an ablative by itself with verbs of freeing, lacking, or depriving. This is called the ablative of separation. And you are freed from something, here, pecatis. The Jews were freed from sins. And how were they freed from sins? Baptismate Ioannis. By means of the baptism of John. That's an ablative of means or instrument. Baptismate, no preposition. We have baptismate in the ablative, Ioannis in the genitive. By the baptism of John. Now, notice, that doesn't mean John's baptism, right? It's not that when he was baptized, the Jews were freed. It's the baptism of John that, in fact, he is performing. So that's the difference between the object and the subject of genitive. Okay. Uh, number 24. Hebrei a domino per aquam sico vestigio recti sunt. Somewhat of a strange sentence constructed here by Collins. The Hebrews, they are the subject. Recti sunt, from the verb rego, to guide or rule. The Hebrews were guided. Ad domino, by the Lord, per aquam, through the water, sico vestigio. That means with dry footprint. <laughs> this is an ablative of description, isn't it? And it's describing uh, the Exodus when they fled the Pharaoh and the, the Red Sea was parted and the Hebrews were, ran through with their chariots and so forth. And when the uh, Egyptians started following them, the water came upon them. But the Hebrews themselves, rectisunt, were directed or guided ad domino by the Lord, per aquam, through water, through the water, sico vestigio, with dry footprint, literally. Uh, in other words, that's describing them, an ablative of description. They made it through with dry feet because there was no water. All right, number 26 on page 118. Postquam Paulus Romanis scripsit, discipulus Paulo cenam parare poterat. So we have a postquam clause, meaning uh, beginning the sentence, after, a subordinate conjunction. After Paul wrote to the Romans, this is an indirect object, um, it could be construed, I suppose, as a dative of interest for the Romans or in their interest. But after he wrote to the Romans, the disciple Poterat was able parare 
to prepare Chanam, dinner, Paolo, for Paul. And notice, Paul is in the dative there. He's preparing a dinner for Paul. That's certainly a dative of advantage. Unless, of course, the dinner was terrible. But I'm assuming it was a good meal. So it's a dative of advantage rather than disadvantage. Notice the dative there. He was able to prepare a dinner for Paul, for his advantage. Okay? So after Paul wrote to the Romans, the disciple was able to prepare dinner for Paul. And our final one, sentence 28, et ecce Now this is an adapted uh, verse from Matthew. And behold, aperti sunt cheli. Cheli is the subject there. The heavens, aperti sunt, were open. There's our perfect passive. Again, we had several perfect passive verbs in this lesson. And behold, the heavens were open. Yesu. Now, because Yesu can be uh, three out of five cases, we have to figure out what it what, what it is here. It's probably not genitive, the heavens of Jesus. It's most certainly dative here. And behold, the heavens were open for Jesus. Okay, or in reference to Jesus. And of course, that could be a dative, uh, a, a dative of reference. In reference to Jesus, the heavens were open. Okay, so there you have it. These are your uh, sentences and the homework that we had assigned for chapter or unit 14. I hope that um, going through them will clarify any um, difficult points that you had. Um, and if I have missed anything or you are unclear about something, drop me an email and we'll try to clear it up. I hope you're able to listen to this tape uh, and go through your homework before going on for our next week's lesson, which will be unit 15. Until then, take care and God bless. Bye-bye.